Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And the man is right. It is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith in the golf cave. He's always right, you know what? He is, man. It's like he's done this. Every time he says it's us, it's us. It's, it is. It's almost like he's supposed to do that. You think if he says it was somebody else, it would be? I mean, if he didn't say it was us, That's would we That's a good question. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. <laughs> We can answer that one right after if the tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it. <laughs> or, or, or something if, about the bear in the woods or something like that. <laughs> or if a man or speaks and there's no woman there to hear him, is he still wrong? That's, you know, that's, that's the big one. The mystery of life. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> there. I've solved that one for you already. <laughs> oh man, we're going to. We're going to talk about golf eventually, and because because it's the one thing we can talk about without getting ourselves in trouble. We thought. Look, my wife doesn't listen to the show. I'm okay. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> I think they pay other people to listen and report back. Okay, we, we still we still have to be careful. But we thought we were going to be able to talk about golf and, and stay out of trouble. But Jeff has decided that he's going to continue. With his interventions, so who we need knows? To. I've seen too many people, John. <laughs> I know. I've seen too many people. They need help. I know. Last week we did your setup sucks. Yeah. This week because well, it does. This week we're going to hit a few other topics, things that you have yeah. to stop doing. Please, for the love of God, stop doing it. You'll have a lot yeah. more fun. A lot fewer people will laugh at you. Or next to you or around you or however you want to look. Yeah, at it. it's just a matter of where they're standing, really. Yeah. And you'll have yeah. a, a much, much funner time playing golf. Funner. That's that's an official golf term. It's funner. Is it funner? Is that funner. like lefter and writer? <laughs> lefter and writer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's your ball going? Lefter of the last one. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> a little writer of the last one. <laughs> it just depends. It depends. Speaking of left, just a little quick aside. Phil Mickelson starts the senior tour this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This happens, man, when you get yeah. old. You know, I think he's playing because he's not eligible for the other stuff in the regular tour. Yeah, he didn't He didn't make the FedEx Cup this time, so, oh, well. Oops. <laughs> let's, pretend, yeah. let's pretend we're going to go play with the older guys now and have a lot of fun. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I wonder we, if he's going to wear his sunglasses. He always wears his sunglasses. Even at night, he's that cool. We're going to talk about all the stuff you're doing wrong and how you should get it done right. When we come right back, because we are coming right back, because we are those weekend golf guys, just like the man said about three minutes ago. Don't go away. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lake Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Doing business in the age of COVID-19 has got to be different. You need a leg up, and I've got, uh, I've got the perfect thing for you to do. All right, first off, golf. Golf is the best way to build trust quickly with clients and prospects. But now you can't go out and actually meet potential clients and prospects in the age of COVID-19 and do the networking and hand out the business cards and all that. No, I have two tools that will expand your business. Even in this age of don't touch me, go away, it's COVID-19 restrictions. The first one is golf. The social distancing is still there in golf. You can play golf. You can take customers and potential customers out to play golf. Build trust quickly. And you can also have a business card that's a digital tool. It'll allow you to engage faster with all those potential clients, giving you more time to play golf with them. I uh, see how this allows me to play golf. I mean, you help me to increase my business. How does it improve my golf game? Well, let me tell you, we'll work that in too. But when you register with my Go Cards to help increase your business engagement and growth, I'm going to throw in a special deal. Well, okay, Jeff's going to throw it in to the first 100 who sign up. So if you want to receive your My Go Card and that special Special video from Jeff, then text golf guys to 64600. Again, text the word golf guys. One word, no spaces, 64600. You'll get a text with the info about this amazing tool. And when you register, we're going to send you Jeff's amazing video. Do it now. 
Golf Guys 64600. Hey, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, and he is at the Golf Cave at the, the Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. We forgot mm-hmm. to mention that the first time. And in his daily duties, and having done teaching as well as he's done it for as long as he's done it, you have run into stuff, to some things that still make you cringe, I would imagine. Yeah, I really have. How about this one? Not only am I doing this on, on things that kind of have made me cringe, but I've been doing this with some people that actually listen to our show and have come to see me. Uh-oh. So how about this thought, right? There's a guy that has come to see me from Northern Indiana. Okay. He listens to, to us. Um, I think it's on the, on the podcast. Okay. He might be listening to us out of the Fort Wayne channel, but I'm not sure of that. Anyway, he hears me and he said, you know, I got to go see Jeff. And so we have had a few lessons now, and he is a returning to golf golfer. Ah. It's, he's been around golf in his youth, mm-hmm. and now, you know, life has happened, and he's much older now, and he is kind of wanting to get back into golf. Right. In that, he's listened to our show, and he has come to me and said, hey, start me from scratch, tell me stuff. Okay. I'll, of course, be nice because he's a really nice dude. But in, in understanding what we've got, he reminds me of all the things that I, I rail against in some things. But he's just getting back into golf, so I, I, I'm not railing on this. But if he were, say, let's say playing golf for the last 30 years, like a lot of clients that come, and they still do these things, I would be, of course, <laughs> railing against it. <laughs> right? so, so you're pointing them out on the guy that it's safe to point them out on. Good for well, you. Well, yeah, just um, I'm softening it up a little bit, <laughs> right? Last week I was getting a little irritated and uh-huh. you know a little hot under the collar about stuff. And But let's just, let's just talk about the, the grip, for example. Okay. Let's start there, all right? Very good so, place to start, man. It, it is because, you know, you're touching the club. It's telling the club what to do to the ball. The ball's going to go someplace. And, you know, we really got to pay attention to certain things. So he's a right-handed golfer like most. So I'm going to talk about it in left and right terms for most to, to hear along. But here's the deal. He had this thought, this basic thought, that it's a good idea to have your hands on the club in a palm-facing palm manner. Thumbs on top, kind of like your hands are in a praying fashion. He thought that that was a good idea because eons ago, that was a good idea, so they thought. I was going to say, he was told so he, eons ago that was a good idea, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. You know, he's carried that with him, but that's not how his arm hangs down at all. I work with him, and I said, hey, let's just tip over and drop your arms and shake them free and let them dangle down. And, you know, they didn't fall in anywhere, shape, manner, or form <laughs> of hanging down in a palm-to-palm manner at all. Yeah. Most of us don't. As a matter of fact, the back of his hand faced forward, not the target, but in front of his body forward, mm-hmm. effectively 90 degrees to the target. Yeah. And I put his hand on it that way, and the index finger knuckle on his left hand was effectively on top of the shaft. Mm-hmm. And the thumb on the left hand was effectively on the right side, on the back side of the shaft. Mm-hmm. And that means that little joint that we all have in our wrist that's near our thumb, Right. the direction that that was hinging would take the club back and inside. And if you just did it to a 90-degree angle wrist cock, the club would be pointing down the target line and the toe would be up in the air and then he would uncock it and it would bring it right back into facing the target when it touched the ball. And he looked at me and went, well, that seems too easy. <laughs> so, Translation, I'm paying you for this? <laughs> well, yes, essentially. Yeah. Okay. He said, that seems too easy. And I said, but we're dealing with joints and which way they move things. Right. Right. He said, yeah, I get it. I said, so we're matching your body the way it naturally hangs, which means it's say ergonomic, meaning it, you know, your body likes it. Right. It's easy on the body. Yep. Right. Yep. Let's also say that it did its job in bringing the club face right back into the golf ball, sending it uh, down the the target line. Mm -hmm. And he went out and we hit some pitch shots. And he noticed how easy that was. And he noticed how it popped the ball up into the air with a sand wedge and how it made everything go straight. And then we went out and we hit some longer shots onto the range. And he watched his eight iron and seven iron go out there pretty straight. And he looked at me and went, 
I thought golf was supposed to be hard. <laughs> no, no, Tom, it's it's not. <laughs> it's supposed to be easy. Right. And then we started to add a little bit of body turn with Tom. And next thing you know, 72-year-old Tom's out there popping seven iron out there like it's something. And he's looking at me like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. this is good. Mm-hmm. This is real good. So Tom came down from Fort Wayne and had a good time. And Tom's going to go back to Fort Wayne and have an even better time because the people he normally plays with are going to go, whoa. Well, interestingly enough, you know, Tom had not played a lot of golf Mm -hmm. recently because he's just been, life has just been it. So, I mean, literally, he is just now starting to come back to golf. Okay, cool. Love the fact that he's doing that, right? Yeah, oh, definitely. And then we've got another guy that I've worked with that is from um, Georgetown, Kentucky. Okay. And he runs a motorsports company. And- He's got a great setup in his garage, in his motorsports garage, where he works on stuff. And we talked about how he's holding on to the club because he was holding on to it in a way that just wasn't working. So I'll, I'll go ahead and rant a little bit now because, you see, he's not just returning to golf. He's actually starting golf and had played some. And the way he was holding the club was not going to get the club face straight. So I'm here to tell everybody, if you can pick up the club in your hands and stick it out front, stand upright like it's a baseball swing, and you stick the club right out of your sternum and right out of your belly like it's a baseball bat sticking straight out. Mm -hmm. And if you can cock your wrist to the right and bring them back to square, bring them back and then stop them right out front. And if your club face does not get delivered facing forward, if that is twisted any in your hands, don't change your, you know, if your hands are sticking straight out, let's not think that the grip itself is the ultimate cause of a golf ball flight problem. Let's talk about it as the grip relates to the club face. And if the combination of those things doesn't get the club face back to where it is, where it should be straight, where the lines on the face would be pointed straight up and down when it's sticking out in front of you well, then you're going to have a hard time hitting the ball straight. So let's at least pay attention to the grip as you have it. So if you're out there right now going, I wonder if my grip is going to work. Well, go test it. Swing it back behind you, swing it out in front of you and stop it at where the impact position would be, be straight out in front of your chest Mm -hmm. and stop it. And if that club kind of gets snapped into place and all of a sudden it's facing forward, then you've pretty much got a functioning grip. But boy, if the club face is twisted off a little bit, you've got a grip that doesn't function, in which case you're about to hit sideways golf shots, and then you're about to make some sort of compensation move. Mm -hmm. As a compensation that really screws everybody up. It's what kills golf is when the root cause of the problem is not identified and repaired, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden here comes all the other fixes And that's when everybody goes, oh, see, look at this guy's position up at the top of the swing and look at where this is. And should he be doing this? And should he be, you know, how about twisting the the hair on his elbow at the top of his golf swing three times clockwise before he fires the left knee? Because something that is, oh, I don't want to say fundamental. I want to say basic Mm -hmm. as in a basic understanding that I have my club in my hands and I cannot deliver it straight at all. Yet my brain says that I'm trying to. Right. I do that. And it's messed up. I have to compensate somehow. And that wrecks everything. Well, the the technique you mentioned at the beginning, where you just stand there, dangle your arms naturally. Yeah. And look at where your hand lies. That simple little technique right there that takes all of 13 seconds. And anybody helped Intrepid Producer Mark, he's now hitting them boringly down the middle of every fairway every time. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Amazing is not the word. It's good we, for you if you're on his team. Yeah, I was going to say amazing is not the word we use. <laughs> yeah, as we're usually playing against. Right, but you know, irritating. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The one thing if I he's would not think, on your team. Yeah. Oh, if he's not on the team, it's <laughs> somebody yeah. do something to that guy. No, we 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 love him. We love when he's successful. <laughs> He's on the other side of the glass. I don't want him to turn us off. <laughs> I, I just, I just think that once you get the the grip proper, like you were saying with with the Tom and and taking out on the on the, the practice area and chipping and stuff. What is real important then? I would think is you learn or relearn how to aim because if if you've been hitting balls and they've been going to the left, you've probably been compensating by aiming to the right or vice versa or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, that is certainly one of the compensations that I see a lot of. So let's talk when we come back about how to aim correctly because your aim stinks. 
right? <laughs> yes, it does. We'll be right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. If practice makes perfect, then Club Champion is the nation's best choice for a custom fit golf game. Their studios are designed with one goal in mind, helping you play better golf. They don't sell apparel, they don't offer lessons, or they don't spend time on anything other than understanding, fitting, and building equipment. Club Champion is the number one fitter in the nation. Schedule a tour-level Club Champion fitting at clubchampiongolf.com and start improving your golf game today. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skills tests range from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com weekend and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com weekend. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through September 30th, 2020. Grab your penis, grab your popcorn, sit back, relax. Baseball is back. There is plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your own home. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a shot to play risk-free for hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. You just pick 10 players, you stay under the salary cap, and you pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> baseball knowledge. Say, I ain't got it. Well, if baseball isn't for you, don't worry, because DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament, too. With millions of dollars up for grabs this week, there is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. So download the DraftKings app right now and use the promo code WEEKEND to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Promo code WEEKEND to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. And welcome back to those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. We talked about the grip just prior to the Yeah, break. but we only talked about the left hand part, right? Yeah, and we've got two he hands. Was- it just dawned on me. What does your right hand do? It just goes long for the ride or what? Does well, no, matter? no, no. See, this you know, that I'm really glad you brought that up because that really irritates me when people say this. Okay. Okay. My hand is along for the ride. God, I hope not. <laughs> if it's along for the ride, it isn't doing anything. All right. So let me ask a question of well, it's you. Not, it's John. not doing anything positive. It's, it, yeah, right. It's, it's certainly not helping the right. scenario. It's probably doing something. Okay. Let me ask you yes. something. Yes, this you is may. Not a you question of. Let's talk about the you as in everybody out there in radio listener land. No, no this is me. Let's talk about you. Me. Me. John you. Ashton. Yes. Have you ever watched any other sport where hitting something is involved? Yes, As I in, have. Oh, I don't know. Let's Base- say baseball. Baseball. Yes. Cricket. Does it look like those guys hitting a baseball? Does it look like their right hand is along for the ride when you see those images of impact and the ball is being blasted and their right arm is on an angle and the right hand is pressuring the backside of that bat? Not at all. How about tennis? You see people with a right-hand forearm or forehand, and they're at impact. Do you think their right hand is along for the ride, even if they have two hands on it? No, sir. No, sir, at all. That's right. I studied for this, by the way, people. Let's understand that those of you out there who think that the right hand is along for the ride, you're not going to hit it very far. Or very well. And Oh, yeah. Let's talk talk about golfers now. Okay. Have you ever seen 
like stop images or slow-mo images of guys who hit the ball far or girls who hit the ball far. Yeah, their right hands are always pressuring the backside of the shaft all the way through the impact zone. That is, there's not anybody. It's along for the ride coming into impact or at impact. No. Now, sir. I've seen and you've seen a couple of pictures of a few golf pros who, after impact, their right hand is kind of off the club. BJ Singh comes to mind, where mm-hmm. he kind of has thrown the club at it, right? right? And then all of a sudden, his right hand's kind of off there after. After. Key right. piece. Yeah, yes. after, after, right? But coming into it, we definitely have pressure on the backside of the shaft coming through the backhand. So try to imagine yourself gripping the club as if you were gripping a tennis racket. You know, the cool things about tennis rackets that if we had as golfers, golf would be so stupid, stinking easy, is because they have this big, gigantic racket face, and it's right next to the palm of our hand. <laughs> easy to see. And they have a grip that is an octagon. Yeah. Kind of a big flat side and then a little 45 degree angle on the top and then a flat top and then a 45 degree angle on the other side. And it just fits perfectly into the palm of the right hand and it matches the face. Every time we get that right, the club face and the the tennis racket face is one and the same thing. And it always comes through beautifully. Mm -hmm. It always comes through. If you match up the palm of the right hand to the club face you get balls that don't spin. Well, no, I shouldn't say they don't spin. They don't curve side to side because the right hand is also the hand that is delivering the club on a particular path. You've heard me talk about the relationship between the face and the path before. Yes, well, guess have. what? If you match up the hand, the, the like a tennis racket face to the palm of your right hand, all of a sudden the face is being pushed into the same direction it faces so the ball won't spin, won't cut, won't draw. Ooh, now we've got something fun to talk about. What if we did that with a golf club? Yeah. I mean, now that you've faced everybody's club, tennis game. The palm of the hand. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, it's the same thing, and you won't hit slices, and you won't hit hooks. Yeah. Don, I mentioned this out loud to you, sir, for a reason. <laughs> and that would be, sir. Well, I've seen you play. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> So we're just trying to help everybody we can, mm-hmm. even those who are doing the editing of the show. <laughs> uh, is is there a correlation or, or an easy easy way to match where you, the left hand grip is to where the right hand should be? You know, there is. So let's say that your arm hangs down and for the most part it dangles down. And many people that I see, it would be a, a, a thumb pretty close to the right side of the shaft and a knuckle, index finger knuckle on the left hand pretty close to the top. And right. when you put the right hand on in the matchup would be where the thumb on the left hand fits real nicely into the crease in the palm of your right hand. For example, uh, like a hot dog in a bun, uh, like two puzzle pieces that are supposed to fit together, actually fitting together. Mm, okay. You know, and I, and I mentioned this to people, it's kind of like the left thumb is tab A and the crease in the palm of the right hand is slot B. <laughs> For those of you who have put things together before, or at least closed a box of cereal before, they have, they could put tab A into slot B. I bought my golf swing at Ikea. I know how to do this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so yeah, if you're building that and you get the feeling of how they connect together, the palm of the right hand goes over and just covers the left hand thumb as it is being placed on the backside of the shaft. Okay, so let's speak hypothetically. Now, Can we for a second? Let's yes. say you don't we do that on this show? We we try to. So is this the time where you're saying I'm asking for a friend? This is a hypothetical? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. I want to make sure that we're is, on the right page here. This is a generic question. Yes. Let's say that you have your left hand grip totally correct. It is exactly where it should be. You take a swing of your club and you do hook it. What adjustment with your right hand should you make? Well, the first thing I want to do in this hypothetical a purely question hy- that you ask purely for a friend hypothetical of yours. for a friend, yes. Right. I would first place, when you got your left hand on and you say, hey, I got it on correctly, you very well may, John, you very well may. But if you stick the club straight out in front of you, fully extend your left arm, it's very possible, John, that within 
your excuse me, I, in your hypothetical situation, right. you're this mythical golfer of well, yours. Well, you can call him John if you want to. It's, oh, know. we'll call him John too. We, yeah. It doesn't matter. Why don't we do that? Because <laughs> we're, we're going to have fun with this. Let's call him John as well. Uh, sure. Or Tom, Dick, right, so Harry, it doesn't matter. For all the Johns matter. that are listening out here right, right now, yes. it's very possible that in the process of putting your left hand on the club, you tweaked the club a little bit and you rolled it. And then all of a sudden the thing comes up and you extend your arm out and then the darn thing is angled a little left uh-huh. as you look at the lines on the club face and they're angled a little left. That's a distinct possibility uh-huh. that you have twisted your club. You should check that. Oh, yeah. And then you put your right hand on. But when you put your right hand on, John, mm-hmm. do yourself a favor and the mythical John as well. Sure. Um, do yourself a favor. So I guess I'll just talk in plurals now, John, <laughs> do yourselves a favor. Don't start with your right hand underneath the shaft with the fingers kind of sticking under and the palm facing up and then wrap your right hand around it to the side because then you've just, tri- you just rolled the club. Okay. You've just twisted it to the left. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's the thing that you've got to check. Now, after your right hand's on and you can stick them both out at full arm extension and if you're out there at full arm extension and your shaft is straight out in front of you and the lines on the face are sticking straight up and down, mm-hmm. I'd hit the shot because the odds of it going left at that point are nil. Mm-hmm. You're going to deliver the club face. And unless you're swinging way to the right and you deliver your face straight up the middle at that same time, your shot's not going to hook. There. Shot's because fine. your face will match its path. That's the key. The face will match its path. And when the face matches its path, we do not see curveballs. But if the face is left of the path, we see curveballs. And we hate As those. a matter of fact, we see frequent curveballs for people who do this yes, without we. paying attention. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Hmm. And then I get to ask them when they call me on the phone and say, hey, before we start up the radio show, let me ask you a question. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is Mark been calling you again? Come on. <laughs> you know, they say it's a game of inches. It, it can be a game of millimeters as far as, as grip is concerned. It really can because, gosh, if your grip's off an entire inch, you are really deep trouble. Yeah. Really in deep trouble, right? Because, yeah. I mean, if, if we looked at this and I've got this little ruler out, it's got some centimeters on there. And I'm, and I'm looking at this and I'm looking at a quarter of an inch and that's many centimeters. Yes, it is. Just a quarter of an inch can really wreck your world mm-hmm. or fix your world. Yeah. Depending. Or, or lose you a ball. Uh-huh. Or win you a hole. Or a bet. Yes, it. You got mm-hmm. it. <sighs> so I think the big thing here is to pay attention to the face of the club in your hands after your, both your hands are on there. Sling it around you and stop it at impact and see what you're about to deliver to the golf ball. Because if you're about to deliver a left club face – then why swing at it? Fix it first. Yeah. yeah fix it. Holding it. Fix your face, John. You fix don't need your face. You don't, <laughs> sorry. It's what I was born. <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for quite some time. And I, I finally worked it into the conversation. <laughs> Is so your face hurting you? Like and it's killing me. All right. <laughs> you don't even have to swing it. I mean, you can just hold it out directly in front of you and you can, you can see if the, the grooves are you straight up. You can see some, but boy, in the process of swinging and then getting well, it to stop, true. boy, you really see what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and yeah. I, I guess this there's is, almost no faking it there. Yeah, that's true. And I, real quick aside, I saw a video with a, a bunch of golf pros just hitting shots together. And Tiger Woods was one of them. And Jason Day was another. I forget who the others were. But Tiger hit a shot. And Jason asked him a question. He said, how do you do that? And Tiger was, well, I just, I just make my hands soft. And Jason looked at him. He said, you what? He said, yeah, I just, I just, you just feel your hands. They just feel soft. And Jason Day looks at him and says, can you ever explain anything like a real person? <laughs> just make my hands soft. Yeah. So, How about this? I don't squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hands so are we've got- mentally more supple. <laughs> supple. Supple. Sub- sub- subtly supple. We have the left hand fixed. Now we got the right mm-hmm. hand fixed. Now. Right. Now, if you mess it up, it's because you're aiming bad, because your aim still yeah. stinks. So your aim still stinks. Let's John. talk about oh, that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it, the uh, is that not John? The hypo- the hypothetical John. Oh, okay. And he will sorry. be here when we come back. Hope you will be too. Don't you move. 
And now that the COVID-19 pandemic restrictions are being eased, you know you've got a lot of making up to do as far as your business goes. So get on this right now. It'll be a quick way to get back into the swing of things. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com You can't argue with the fact that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, which is why Club Champion carries every option for every golfer. You won't miss out on the perfect fit. Over 45,000 hittable head and shaft combinations from the best brands in golf. Factors like length, weight, flex, and more are just as important to a custom fit game as the club head, and they will all be addressed in your tour-level fitting at Club Champion. Schedule your fitting at clubchampiongolf.com. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And welcome back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave, and he's not happy. There's there's things that I see all the time, John. It it, it makes me crazy. It's it, it keeps me in business. Yeah. Honestly, that's true. People can't aim. No, they're they're lousy at it. Yes, I admit they're lousy at it. Um, sign me up for that group. I am in it. So whether it be their putter face aim at where they think they're aimed, mm-hmm. or whether it be their aim of their club face on the golf course, mm-hmm. or whether it be their body aim on the golf course, mm-hmm. they are not very often aimed where they think they are. No, we're not. And that messes up a lot of stuff. Oh, you know, yes, I've got people is. that they, they, their head is at the golf ball all the time when they're setting their body. Let's say, John, that you're a guy who swings slightly across his body line. Mm-hmm. Let's say that you're not going to take a bunch of lessons. You're going to swing left of wherever you put your body. Okay. You're a right-handed golfer. What would that tell you that you need to adjust to? If your swing direction goes left of where you put your body, mm-hmm. where would you start putting your body if you were, let's say, thinking about it? To the right of where I thought I was? you think that'd be a good idea, mm-hmm. don't you think? You would think so. But a lot of people who really aren't going to do much to change certain things about their golf swing, they get some information and they may or may not use it, but they're going to swing across their body mm-hmm. to the left. Mm-hmm. And yet they still bring to the table this notion that they must aim their body at their target. Mm-hmm. They're accepting the notion that they are swinging across their body to the left and you know they're a casual golfer. They're not really terribly serious, but they want to stop swinging left of the target line. But yet they still think they got to stand and point their bodies at the target line and they're still not even able to do that. They're still aiming left of that. Aim left, swing left. And yeah, and and <laughs> and wonder why man, it went left again. Are are I'm you two-way miss on this one? Are you you basically giving us an option for those who swing left and don't want to take a lesson to learn how to stop doing that? It's kind of sounded like that, isn't it? It certainly is. Yes, sir. I just wanted to make sure that I was presenting that in some <laughs> As long as we're on the same page, bud. Okay, so we've got people, John, who think that they're supposed to aim their bodies at the target no matter what. They're upset because they continue to swing across their body. Now, they're not, they don't want to take a golf lesson. They don't want to fix things. They, they, they want to just keep on keeping on and they want to keep complaining. So <laughs> if they're going to keep on keeping on and keep complaining, I'm going to complain right back at them and go, at least make the decision to aim further right. Right. Here's the thing. They think they're aiming at the target and they're aiming way left of their target and they don't even know that. And then they're swinging left across their body. So then they got this gigantic two way miss, right? It's a monster to the left and they call it the pull. Mm-hmm. And really it's a linear shot because they finally matched up their club face to where they're swinging, <laughs> you know, and then the times when they don't match the club face up, then there's this big gigantic curveball to the right and they haven't seen a fairway since 1922. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just, it makes me nuts. <laughs> So, because oh, for for just you know thirty five minutes in front of you, and you could fix that. <laughs> it's not even that. I just sit there and look at them and like, okay, do you have any clue of how far off you're aiming? And let's take this line, slap it across your legs, your shoulders, your forearms, and go, hmm, hmm. 
what county does this point in right now? Because it's not this one. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm not really going to stick up for those people. But having been one of them, let me offer some counter ideas. One is they have no idea why the ball's going to the left. As you say, they don't know they're aimed to the left. They don't know they're swinging across their body. They don't know if maybe the club head's in the wrong position, their arms are in the wrong position, maybe their feet are off. They have no idea why it's going that way. That's why it's so difficult to compensate because you're not really sure what to compensate for. You know, here's the thing about that, too. There, there's a lot of people, they play with other people who do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> there's there's not even anybody out there with some <laughs> clean glasses on <laughs> to stand behind them and go, wow, dude, your body is pointed at that house over there on hole number four, and we're on hole number one. <laughs> okay? They don't even have that. <laughs> no chance will they go to the to the range to practice before they warm up and actually put a line on the ground, put a stick on the ground, put a club on the ground, you know, do anything that mm -hmm. helps them point themselves in the right direction or close. Mm -hmm. And they don't know where their club face is and they don't know where the ball position is because as soon as you, you know, you stand there and you make all these little adjustments and the, and the place you turned your body to just aimed you someplace, but it moved the ball effectively somewhere else in your golf swing. Right. By aim, a, you know, balls on the ground, I, I address it. And then I twist my body to the right a little bit, and then the ball's more forward in the swing. If I twist my body to the left a little bit, the ball's further back in the swing. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we got all kinds of problems. Yeah. So trying to fix one exacerbates the others. Now, a lot of times it does. So mm -hmm. I like to talk about ball position and alignment as if it were one word. Because when you alter one, you affect the other. Sure. Yeah. So let's say that I point my body in a place. For a moment, say that it's pointed in the general direction of the target. Mm -hmm. And the ball is in the middle of my stance, as in like below my sternum. And then I decide to move the ball to the left. And then I just sort of turn and face my ball a little bit. I just altered my whole upper body, my shoulders, my forearms. Everything about it just went left. My spine twisted a little bit to the left. How ball position can affect your alignment was right there. Mm -hmm. right? What if I put that ball a bit more back of center? Then all of a sudden I would turn to face that one and my shoulders and my forearms would swing off and angle off more to the right, thus changing swing path. So you see ball position and alignment, one big word. Mm -hmm. You know, as we talk about putting, oh my. Oh, oh my. <laughs> you know what, John? I know people try to make it like it, it's a compliment, but it's not. It's kind of scary. When you walk off after a three putt and somebody looks at you, and and they're a good friend, and they play golf with you often, and they're trying to help. And they look at you and say, John, if you could putt, you'd be dangerous. That's, that's not a compliment. <laughs> they didn't mean it that way either, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <Oops. laughs> Never mind. You, you said it was a friend. It's just a matter of what kind. Because if it's my kind, you've got it figured out already. Yeah. <laughs> what did he mean by that? <laughs> I don't think that sounded like a compliment. <laughs> I wonder if that was one of those backhanded compliments that he hands out so often. Yeah, could be. <laughs> but, you know, when people are aiming with their putters, I see this so much. Oh, in, in a lot of the times I, I do aim point clinics, of course, and, mm -hmm. and we talk about how to read a green. And I see so many people, they tell me where they're aimed. And then they put their putter down behind the ball and I say, you got it? And then they go, yeah, I got it. I'm like, okay, don't move anything. And I flick the ball away. And then I put a T sticking out of the middle of their club face on the ground right there. So it touches the face of the club. It's perpendicular. The, the head of the T is sitting on it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the thing points out and shows them where they're aimed. And then I say, okay, pick up your putter and back away and go look at where you're aimed. And they just look at me in horror. Yeah. And I say, you know, is, is it any wonder why your ball doesn't start on the line you think it should start on and you think it's your stroke mechanics? Yeah. And they're so bad. Huh. It's scary. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing in putting. You have, of course, the read, and you, of course, the head at the right distance, but you have to start the ball in the right spot, which does mean you have to read the green and choose the right spot. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be able to start your ball on that spot, and that right in that direction, so that you can tell whether your read was any good at all by watching the ball. But right. what if you say, boy, I'm a great green reader. How would anybody ever know if they can't aim their putter to where they think they're aimed? And stroke it. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the person doing it 
doesn't know if they misread it or if they misaimed or if they misstroked. Yeah, you're right. They don't have a clue. Yeah, they have no clue what they did wrong. And they come and they scratch their heads and like, I need a new putter. Like, do you? (laughs) Something wrong with this one? Oh, yeah, it doesn't make anything. I can't make anything with it. Yeah. (laughs) So just this morning, uh, I was working with a guy who plays an awful lot of golf out here at Timbergate. As a matter of fact, he probably plays more golf than anybody else at Timbergate ever has in the history of Timbergate. He knows these greens. He says, I got a perfect read all the time. Okay. He says, but I've stopped making everything. So I went out and I looked and I said, okay, so where are you aiming? What, what's this read? Where are you? He goes, it's right here. And I said, okay, I'm going to put a ball right there. And so I drop a ball right where he says, and he goes, that's where I'm going to aim it. And, um, he wasn't pointed. This was a 10 foot putt and he wasn't pointed within a foot and a half of that thing. Wow. It was a 10 foot putt. He was a, over a foot and a half off of just aiming his face. Now, oddly enough, he thought that he was aimed a little bit on the other side of it, meaning he was aimed so far to the right, but he said, I think I'm aimed just slightly at the inside edge of that ball. Mm. It was aimed about a foot, foot and a half plus on the right side of it. So I just knocked the ball away, put the tee on, you know, face of the putter and then said, Hey, uh, why don't you go walk back there and take a look at what you're seeing? And he looked at that and he went, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, and so here's a guy who knows the read and hits the ball at the right speed, but not one ball that he's had in the last couple of weeks has started where he thinks. And then he was questioning his read. Yet he's played more golf on these greens and knows these greens better than everybody. Better, probably better than the superintendent. Mm. Honestly, which has got to be that fr- much golf out here. Got to be frustrating. Yeah, I, he plays more golf here than somebody probably ought to be allowed to play. <laughs> so but the point is, is that it's not the read for him. No, but it's- if your aim is off that badly, you begin to question your read at all. Mm-hmm. His speed was good. Right. But you begin to question the read, just like you had said, how would you even know? Right. Exactly. So here's the trick. All right. So John, here's what you would do. Let's say that it's you, even though it's not, I'm going to say that it's you. It could be. This is like one of the first times ever that I'm using (laughs) you as an example when it's not you. (laughs) Keep that in mind for future shows. (laughs) Sad part is it could be me, but continue. (laughs) So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to the putting green. I want you to bring five pennies with you. And I want you to line up the five pennies. I want you to start about two feet away from the hole, away from the flagstick, short, and put a penny on the ground. And then go back about two more feet, same line. Two more feet, same line. Two more feet, same line. Go boom, 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 right? Pennies are about two feet apart. And you go check and make sure all those pennies are 100% perfectly aligned with each other and the flagstick. Make sense? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I want you to go about two feet behind that, and I want you to place a ball. Okay. And I want all those things to be in alignment. So you get behind the line, both eyes looking right down that line, and you make sure every single thing from the ball to all those tees to the flag stick is in perfect alignment. Okay. And then you go set up over your ball, acting like you're about to putt. And then you find out, what does it look like when you put your putter down behind that? Because if it doesn't look straight from ball to the line of pennies and all those pennies are not in alignment. Chances are really good that you're either standing a little too close, standing a little too far, standing a little too far upright, which moves your eyes back or standing a little bit too far down, too far close, or you've tilted your head one way or the other, or your body angles off that takes your head with it because you can't see things for what they are. So So something is making that off angle. So you just keep making those adjustments until you Uh see the middle line? That's right. Huh, that sounds easy. It is easy. And then you know what you can do after that? Sink putts. Aim your putter face. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you realize, oh my gosh, my vision is off. I don't see something for what it really is. I think it's one thing. It's really something else. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've got no chance to make this. Yeah, I know that's my problem. Every time I miss, I know. I know. I said, "Listen, I, I knew I was, I was aimed right at the hole, and here I am, you know, missing it." And and it's it's just it's frustrating as as hell. Okay, I mean, so I did use you an example when it was you. So yeah, therefore, yeah, you can keep me in there. 
I'll I do that. You. you know that because because as you have said, if I could put, I'd be dangerous. Be oh, dangerous. wait a minute. Maybe that wasn't you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a compliment, John. <laughs> yeah, and we got more compliments and more tips coming up too. Hang out on this weekend golf cast. <laughs> Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLake.com. Legendary golf at French Lake Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. You can't argue with the fact that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Which is why Club Champion carries every option for every golfer. You won't miss out on the perfect fit. Over 45,000 hittable head and shaft combinations from the best brands in golf. Factors like length, weight, flex, and more are just as important to a custom fit game as the club head, and they will all be addressed in your tour-level fitting at Club Champion. Schedule your fitting at clubchampiongolf.com. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. And thanks for hanging. We are back those weekend golf guys. Much better attitude this week, Jeff. I yeah. think what happened was I got some sleep. I got a little caffeine. <laughs> I wasn't so grouchy. Maybe I got a maybe I got a pizza or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not really sure, but yeah, I'm not as mean as I was last week. <laughs> not as angry as you were. <laughs> I gotcha. It's easy, and as he said, the game's supposed to be easy, and the fixes are really easy if you just don't dwell on it. I mean, don't you know? It's it's no big deal. It's easy. Hang your arms down, see how they fall naturally, and then take the way that hand and just stick a club in it, you know? And then you've no, got the right hand, and then you check and see that the, the grooves are straight up and down when you hold it out front. And if not, make an adjustment, and viola, there you go. You got it. You know, when you get that right, and you know you're going to hit a straight line shot or close to it, right? Well, wouldn't it be nice to know where you're going to aim that thing, too? Mm-hmm. Right? So get that right, too, right? Exactly. So there's no point in fixing your hands and fixing the club face if you have no clue as to where that thing's going to go because you can't aim worth anything. So I, I won't go off on that. During the last break, too, I uh, was contacted uh, by a few hypothetical Johns. <laughs> and they said, hey, uh, as long as you're talking about aim, how, how do you aim well on a green? And do those lines oh. on the balls and lines on your clubs and lines on the mirror and lines on your face and all that eagle stuff, does, does any of that help? Or how do you it make it some help? people. It does. And I think it next does. week it, we, know, should, we should get into a greater detail. Next week, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll continue. You know, I think we should do that. And honestly, I think that what we ought to try to do, and I think I'm going to do this for next week, if I can pull this off. I want to see if I can get Mark Sweeney on the show. Okay. Mark Sweeney of Aimpoint fame. Oh, cool. And, All right. And, Great. Oh, yeah. Because we, if we're going to have a putting show, man, let's let's get to that. Let's just take the, the cream of the crop there, man. Yeah, let's see if we can get him on. That would be a great thing. I'll see if we can pull that off. Okay, great. Hopefully, that's what we will do. We will let you know. know, It'll be a putting party. If you ever want to know what's happening on the show, what has happened, what will happen, you can always check it out at thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Need you to follow along with us, please, at facebook.com slash golfguys. We also have the League of Extraordinarily Average Golfers. You can join that. That's a that's a fun place to be on Facebook. And uh, follow us on Twitter at WKND Golf Guys. And um, I don't think we have any place else to go, do we? No, that's about it. So what you're going to do is you're going to get that grip right. You're going to get that aim right. You're going to get some clubs, and you're going to swing, and you're going to play some golf. Enjoy. Three years ago this weekend, we were up at the French Lick Resort for the Legends, the LPGA Legends Championship. And, man, we have a lot of fun whenever we're there. We get together with the whole gang. Frank Bassett, Brendan Sweeney, Jeff Smith, Intrepid Producer Mark and I, and, and guests galore. Let's remember that weekend, okay? Cue the trumpeters. Mark the Herald Trumpeters play. Our buddy Herb Alpert right there. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton right here along with Frank Bassett from Golf Talk America, Brendan Sweeney from the French Lake Resort, Intrepid or Increpid, <laughs> whatever. Producer Mark Hunter also. Get the hook. Man, this is such, yeah. 
Somebody replace me. I had a late night last night or an early morning this morning. I'm not sure which it was, it's, but it was a combination of the two. Tequila shots. Yeah. Yeah. Tough somebody night. somebody said, You like tequila? I mean I thought I thought it was like a survey. I said, Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a survey. <laughs> At the bar? <laughs> Well, Seriously, she said. <laughs> he goes, John. I'm going to try to drink it pretty, and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, that's it. Oh, okay. Cue the FCC. <laughs> oh man, we are here for the LPGA Legends Championship. The uh, this is the fourth annual, is it not, sir? Yes, sir. Fourth. And, uh, Benefiting and Riley's Hospital for Children. Yeah. It's Presented just... by Old National Bank. Correct, and a host of other Hoosier sponsors. Hey, before we get into that, I've got a question for John. John, you're syndicated. Yeah. You got a. You, Plug your L.A. and you plug that. You hadn't said anything about that. That's pretty cool stuff, man. It, yeah, I think so. I just, you know, I'm so I'm so modest. <laughs> I hate, like, tooting my own horn because I'm not a trumpet player. Quit flashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're listening to us right now. Who knows where? Phoenix, as, as L.A.? We, Phoenix, L.A. We are the number Louisville? one golf show every weekend in L.A., Phoenix, and Las Vegas. Nevada. We have, we have that we have that covered. We got Fresno, we got San Diego, we got yeah. Uh, yeah. Pleasantville. Coach we from just, San Jose State's playing here. We just looked at and it. And worldwide digitally on the Golf World. Talk America network. Yes, we yeah. are. So, and you can hear us multiple times during the week on the X is it XRQK or XQRK? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, it makes a big difference, buddy. <laughs> that's our producer, that's Mark. You know, Mark. You guys are wounded. X- Whoa, I'm glad I wasn't sitting with you guys last night. XQRK Los Angeles. I don't want to get too far off the subject, but (laughs) what happened to Stacey Lewis yesterday at the Olympics? She dropped five strokes, just boom, 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 double bogeyed the last hole. It was windy yesterday, wasn't it? I I think so. It's windy today, too, what we've been told. We haven't had a chance to really catch any of it, but, yeah, it's really windy. I'll tell you what, it's calm as a cucumber here at the Legends Championship. And now and again, you get a little rain. I mean, they they went off dual dual tees this morning, so they didn't uh, they could get everybody's round in before and our, the rain came. Our tenth tee starter, right yeah. here, Brendan Sweeney. That's it. That was pretty cool. I only messed up. Give a us couple give us a sample. Give us a sample. All right. What do you want? What did you say? Oh, here's yeah, a sound, man. Here's how's a good one sound? for you. Where was it? It was. Uh, uh, let's go with Sandra Haney. Okay. okay. So what did you do, so, ladies and gentlemen, from Fort Worth, Texas? Please welcome World Golf Hall of Fame member, LPGA. Hall of Fame member and Legends Hall of Fame member, Miss Sandra Haney. Yeah. Hey. Hey. There it but the is. cool okay, one was, was good. the cool one was was uh, ladies and gentlemen from Jackson, Michigan, <laughs> Legends <laughs> Hall of Fame member, Miss Elaine Crosby. Yay. Yay. Yeah, so we put Elaine into the hall last night, and it, it, it was a really great thing. It was awesome. We had a great time doing it, and uh, you know it's for the kids, and that's the legends get it. And that's how we do it, and that's how we roll. But we're going to have a, yeah. a special guest joining us here in a minute. Fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's right here. He's and right uh, here. Come on in. Make yourself comfy, sir. This this is this is the man who, with, without whom, none of this stuff would have happened. Would exist. It, yeah. That includes me. <laughs> <laughs> this is your boss, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, we're here right. today... Uh, uh, with Steve Ferguson. Steve is the president of the Cook Group and the president of the French Lick Resort. Great guy. Known him for 25 years. At least. <laughs> Feels like 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the absolute privilege to marry his daughter. We have her 20th anniversary coming up. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good. It's, it's, Good for you. Time goes by, doesn't it? It really flies. It really flies. How about it? Well, tell us about the commitment from the Cook Group. On saving the property here at French Lick, just a, a brief little run through, and over the years, over the past twenty years, the results that have come from that. Um, well, the West Baden Hotel is where we originally got involved, and it was known as the eighth wonder of the world at one point in time. Uh, Historic landmarks of Indiana came to us and looking for a donation just to secure its. Um, its structure so it wouldn't collapse uh at that point we thought well we had some experience and we'd do it ourselves, and and uh thought well we told them we'd go in and actually do it and uh, they needed to get title from a company that had it out of wisconsin and on a handshake we said we'd do that um 
we thought at that point in time it was going to cost us about five million dollars. That uh, was really sort of the back of the envelope uh, price. Uh, when we got in there, the structure of the uh, building was not uh, uh, what we thought or anybody <laughs> else thought. And uh, on it's analysis, a big onion. <laughs> yeah, on analysis, it was worn. It was built in 277 days, if you can imagine the logistics of doing that back then. And, they, and that was built at the same time the French Lick Hotel was going yeah, up as well, this too. is like 1902. Yeah. And uh, it had 700 uh, people working on it, uh, so it, you know, it was an amazing um, engineering task. Uh, and that major dome, which uh, sat on top, was the largest freestanding dome until the in the world until the Houston Astrodome was built in, what, 65. Uh, so when we got through with that and and, and uh, had put a new structure in the building, you know, it's fairly easy to put up a, a steel structure. You know, it's like a rector set. You just raise it, but when you got an existing building that has all sorts of different dimensions and... No uh, blueprints. Uh, no blueprints, <laughs> and it's not quite... Uh, it's not quite square, and you know. And so, the corners don't match. Yeah, that's right. And put, the put, legs put, don't match. And, John, it's round. And the, yeah, it's round. It's round. That's why it's round. Yeah. And the floors aren't quite level. And so when you start putting the steel structure in that, uh, every piece has to be cut and welded by people who are very professional. So by the time we finished the internal structure, it was now $35 million, which was a little bit of a cost overrun. <laughs> Uh, and then we went through a, there was a process. In fact, Trump was the, uh, successful person on getting the, uh, casino. Uh, then the governor came in, the new governor came in and said, um, he's not going to get it because he'd gone into bankruptcy up in northern Indiana. And so they withdrew it. And then the people who had been in the French Lick Hotel, uh, said they'd had enough fun. <laughs> <laughs> Please help. <laughs> and said, yeah, we'll sell you that for what we got in it, which was probably more than it was worth. But uh, we bought that. And then uh, even though Cooks have been very hesitant about uh, and resistant to getting into gaming at all, uh, it just it, gaming uh, management has a different uh, view of the world than we do and a verse, uh, different goals. And so we actually applied uh, uh, company, a subsidiary, well, originally a charitable company, applied and received the uh, award of that. Uh, and then we drew from that to, from $35 million to $500 million. So Zoinks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it's just a couple commas. Yeah. It, it's very nice, <laughs> but I always say it's you can do a lot with $500 million. You know, it's, 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 so. And you have done a lot, man. Yeah, it's a, not well, only two absolutely gorgeous, I don't want to say old-fashioned, but traditional, I mean... Historic. 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 Good, good uh, hotels here, and, but two marvelous, golf, actually three marvelous golf courses. But, it, but it's not only a golf destination, it's a family destination. It is. They've is got the kids' so cool zone, they've got yeah. pools and Fabulous. spas, and I mean, it's, well, it's let, phenomenal. Let's fast forward. Let's go back to like 2006. Uh, you're interviewing... Architects got a couple guys coming around looking for a golf course. Where we're at right now, on top of Mount Airy, was a very heavily forested area deep mm-hmm. in the heart of the Hoosier National Forest. <laughs> there it is. And Pete Dye comes here. You sit down with Pete. Pete goes for a little walk. Why do you take us through that little process? Well, when Pete first came, I, I gave him a, uh, a topo of the area and an aerial photo, and didn't tell him what he wanted to do. Um, and when I, I was on another meeting, and and so he was a little early. And when I came out, and he looked at it, and he said, um, you know, I don't think I can build a golf course here. And I said, well, I understand that, and it's nice to know it ahead of time. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but do you want to drive up and take a look? And so we drove up, and there'd been an old golf course in there, um, which was a a uh, bendelow design, same as the the. The two golf courses. And that serviced the West Baden Springs Hotel. Hotel, and there's one over at the French Lick Hotel, both built by him. And so we drove up there, and you could see the secondary growth timber, and you, you actually can still see, and in fact, you can see the trees where the original tees were because they were sand tees. At the 13th green, right? Yeah. yeah. And under those big oak trees, and they had the sand greens, and you put up the, the sand uh, uh, tee, you know, you cupped it up, and 
And so those are still there. And we drove up through and we sort of looked at that as being interesting and got up to the line that it's a little bit uh, towards the back nine over there um, where we owned to, you know, and drove up there and where the old course was. More of the story of how Pete Dye built the golf course that couldn't be built when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys, don't you move. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.